In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, the next generation. I am Ron Kulik, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. And with me, all the way from East Bridgewater, Massachusetts, the blonde bombshell herself, and Runway Kerrigan. Yeah. Hey, still eat those stupid wheat thins? No, I stopped, so I won't, you know, crunch our audience. You're crunching in my freaking ear. What do you I want? Don't, I don't care about your ears. Oh, fine. <laughs> so anyways, if you want to join us in this trip into the mad, mad Alice's peeping hole or whatever the heck it is. Rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, whatever. They can uh, certainly join us in the Tojinet chat room, or they can... Come and join us on the Ghost Chronicles Next Generation Facebook page. That's right. I'm yeah. armed and ready. And, and how, can they, how do they get on this page? They just, like, put it they, in or something? You can just do a little search for Ghost Chronicles Dash Next Generation, uh-huh. and that should bring us right up. And you can like us, whether you like us or not, like us. Right. Yeah, you can and lie. Then, that's fine. We're, we're that's good right. with that. We're yeah. good with that, right? <laughs> Lie to me, baby. You want to lie to us? Go ahead. <laughs> Use us, abuse us. We don't care. That's right. But you can leave your comments and you can talk to us on the Facebook page during the uh, show if you would like. And yep. I'm right on top of it there. If you really want to get crazy, you could actually call in at 877-864-4869. That would be crazy. Yeah. Wow. So you know what, so you know what the cure for nymphomania is? Um, a cure for what? Nymphomania. Nymphomania? Yeah. What? Well, according to uh, the creative and sexual science of 1876, (laughs) uh, wearing a wet diaper day and night (laughs) has to extend low and between the thighs, and it will be on all the time carrying off the heat that creates nymphomania. Wow. Um, I think that would do it for me. Mm -hmm. I thought so. (laughs) I think it might. Uh-huh. <laughs> where so, do I find these things? Yuck. What, what do you mean, where do I find these things? It's Yuck. out there. That's a gross thing. This was actually from the book of Curious Advice. <laughs> that certainly is Curious Advice. I agree 100%. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. 
I just read them. I don't make it up. Okay. Thank God. I think you do make them up. I think I you do sit before not. the show every night and you go, hmm, what bizarre thing can I make up now? No, that's another segment. Beyond <laughs> I miss my Beyond Bizarre, by the way. I know. And I miss my Bala. Oh, Bala. you got to get her back I, on here. Where is she? She's having babies. Oh. Well, all right. She's excused. I think so. So we have the next best thing. We have the queen of Halloween with us tonight. That's even better. Right. It is. Because she's not having babies. (laughs) At least not that I know of anyways. (laughs) So why don't we bring on our fabulous guest tonight. She is the queen of Halloween and the author of about a dozen books on Halloween and the uh, headmistress of the Ice Skull Halloween website and the author of Halloween Nations. She is none other than Harvard-educated Leslie Pratt Bridentine. <laughs> Leslie, you there? Ron, it's been a while. It's good to hear your voice. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Leslie. I don't know, Leslie. I think I hear it in my nightmares. <laughs> and how are you? Good to meet you. I haven't talked to you before. How are yeah. you? No, I'm very good. Thank you. I'm well, excited to hear. To be honest with you, you know, I go through co-hosts like uh, yeah, like know, wet diapers. Tip, Tip O'Neill used to go through liquor, but that's another <laughs> story for another time. But a thing. No, hey, I've been here for a whole year now. That's right. It, it's doesn't our anniversary. It, doesn't that so, count for something? Right. I and, think it counts for something. I do. And, and that's about the length of time Leslie's been waiting for her book to come out. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> It's been a while. They they sent it to China to be printed and produced, and so that <laughs> adds about six months onto the travel time. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I, I just so both to China. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> oh my goodness! I love Leslie. I love your logo. Your logo. Oh. Ice, Ice Skull Halloween. Do you have T-shirts? I don't have T-shirts. I thought about making them up, but I did not do it. I made up bumper stickers, though. I um, have some in my own yeah. little hands. Really? If anybody yeah. wants one, they can actually uh, send us a, a request in the, uh, the, the what, what room is that, the uh, Facebook one? What's that called, Ian? Uh, Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation. Fan yeah. page. Yep. Hop on there and, and ask Ron for a bumper sticker, because now yeah. I'm going to have to do that, because I would like one. Yeah, well. they're fun. I think T-shirts, you got to make those T-shirts, man. T-shirts. You'll clean up. Yep, yep, yep. They, it's a good idea. They are awesome because I would definitely I would definitely want one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I love I love that logo. How did you, did you just, that just like a light bulb just pop in your head? You are exactly correct. It was, um, it was, um, it's because the title of the book that I was working on was supposed to be Extreme Halloween. Mm-hmm. And because... It took me a couple of years to research and write that. In the meantime, someone else came out with a book called Extreme Halloween. So Aww. I was sitting there, um, and it's and it's a good one. You know, it's a it's a fun book. So I was sitting there thinking, gosh, I haven't got a title, and boop, it just popped into my head, I Skull Halloween instead of I Heart Halloween. But That's I couldn't awesome. convince the publisher of that because they said, how would people say it? You know, it's an I and then an icon of a skull and then Halloween and they just couldn't see being on the radio for example how would you how would you say this book I skull Halloween and I didn't think 
I thought it was fine, but they mm. they wanted me to go with Halloween Nation instead, and actually, I'm glad I did. That's good too. Yeah, that's awesome. Think, things usually happen for a reason. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but, tell us about tell us about your book. Um, this one just came out um, just just last month, and uh, what I was trying to do was wrap my arms around who celebrates Halloween now, how they do it, and what it means to them, because it seems to be very important to a lot of different kinds of people. So I was trying to get a sense of the whole Halloween community. And I went out and conducted a number of interviews, and I talked to Ron for quite a while, which was wonderful. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. (laughs) One thing. I was just going to, you beat me to it, Ron. (laughs) Um, but there was Ron, horror writers, um, musicians that deal in metal, Christian metal, Day. metal, Christian Day, witches, oh, yes. um, other kinds of witches, people who collect Halloween, people who organize zombie marches, people who make movies, um, the people that write the um, Halloween episodes for The Simpsons, mm-hmm. just anybody I could think of to take Witches in bikinis. Witches in bikinis. Do you know them, Ron? I do. You do? <laughs> I have their poster in my bedroom. You would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I went down to see them on Coney Island in August a couple of years ago, and it was the perfect place to see witches in bikinis, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to, never mind, keep it clean. <laughs> Straight and narrow, right? Mm. Concentrate. Okay. Why? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so it really is and this isn't your first book about Halloween though. It is not. It is um actually the fifth one, but they're all kind of different. They're all coming at it from a different angle. The first one was a history book and then and then I tried a, a how to costumes and parties and decorations and then uh, an anthology. I collected all the Halloween literature I could find in the deep, 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 deep libraries. And then um, a children's book. And so this is this is um, the, the latest. Mm. That is do, you awesome. have a, do you have a follow-up? Just curious. You mean what's next? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably what that would probably mean. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew what it meant. <laughs> um. I'm really interested in these fantasy communities. I don't know if, um, you know, like medieval reenactors and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. war or people who convene and talk about fairies and just a lot of different um, fantasy communities. And I've just always been curious about what makes people really go to the nth degree to recreate these alternate universes. And I've always kind of had that in the back of my mind. I don't know if it will become a book, but that's what I'm looking at now. Right. Damn publishers getting away, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I have a book I've been pushing. I had it sold three times until the freaking marketing people get all of it. And then oh, no. About what? what? Well, I don't about... want to say because it isn't okay. published yet. And uh-huh. I want it to be published because I love the book. It's fun, fun, fun. Uh, but it's but to be honest with you, it's very similar to yours, but not about Halloween. Really? Mm-hmm. So we'll just well, leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> the more, the merrier, I think. Well, it's not on Halloween. Yeah, but I mean, all sorts of kind of quirky. It's quirky. Books like that. It's like me, quirky. Quirky. <laughs> <laughs> me and the witches in bikinis. That's quirky. Yeah. 
That is very quirky. I, I have to admit, you know, I mean, Leslie is like a really cool person to talk with. Nice and, thank you. Well, I'm not saying that because you're on the air because I usually don't say that on the air. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not hearing a butt in that sentence, am I? No, I don't. Okay. There's nothing wrong with my okay. butt. It's fine. <laughs> it's my best attribute actually. So, <laughs> anyways, um, you were very, very uh, interesting to have someone interview. I mean, I've been interviewed uh, tons of times, but she was she was kind of neat. Uh, and it, it, we, we met at a restaurant up here in Dragut. She came all the way up from Dragut, and she lives in came. Well, I shouldn't say where you live. Somerville. In. It's okay. <laughs> No, Anne gave out her thing. Now she gets mesh phone calls. Oh, uh, no, I but phone that's because she has a sexy voice. But that's yeah. oh, oh, really? <laughs> okay, she says so. not not according to me. You know, not that. according to you, but whatever. No. <laughs> but anyways, she she came all the way up to uh, Drake it, and uh, uh, we met at the Village Inn, which is a haunted place, and we we had a little lunch and she did the interview uh you recorded it too i believe didn't you i did yep yeah yeah which is good because you it's much more accurate but it was so funny because we were just talking and then what would what, the waitress say to us she said well yeah, um well she said two things that i i remember um one is this inn is a real inn that means food downstairs and girls upstairs and cowboy times <laughs> <laughs> so every inn was a brothel at some point Oh. And then she also said, but this one is haunted. And oh. Ron said, of course it is, and gave the names of the the, go- the entities that might be haunting that particular place, uh-huh. which was a little boy, if I remember. Yep, one of the, one of the cast of characters that are there. Mm. Wow. But uh, it's funny, though. I mean, we're just having our conversation, and they love yeah. to chime in. People love to tell the ghost stories, don't they? Yeah. They, mm. Now, do people call into your show and and talk about their experiences? Hopefully not. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we keep trying to get them to do that, and they just, you know, they just, I don't know. Yeah. They like to hang in the chat room. They, yeah, they're yeah. just they're just totally enthralled with Ann's voice, and that's what it is. You know, I'm, just, I'm they just can't get better. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think voice. our our uh, listening audience is uh, sixteen year olds or something. <laughs> Bales. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's wow. right. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, Leslie, tell us about, um, so when you w- were researching this Halloween book, I love Halloween, by the way. That's oh, my good. Christmas. Halloween is my Christmas. I mm. just have that every day. But what was one of the more, I mean, you interviewed this wide range of people. Um, was there anybody that, you know, sticks out in your mind that had Ron really... Colic. Yeah. Besides Ron, besides, besides Ron Krolak, um, <laughs> um, you know, I I couldn't say any one person, um, but there, gosh, there were so many interesting folks. Like you know, just and and small interchanges. I mean, I interviewed some really fun people. Like I I talked with Mike Einziger, who's the lead guitarist of the band Incubus. Mm-hmm. About his seventy shows with Ozzy Osbourne. Now that was really cool. Oh, that's cool. And I was, Very cool. I was, I was like a, you know, a fan girl with that one. But 
you know, there were so many wonderful moments. Like um, I went to a Halloween craft show out in Sonoma in California, where, where I'd never been before, and it was this wonderful, like, one-of-a-kind art pieces all about on Halloween themes, and I was just sitting there, you know, grinning like an idiot on the corner of the room, and this woman <laughs> sat down next to me, and she said, well, I don't have any money, so I can't buy anything. And I said, well, what are you doing here? You know, everything in the room is $50 to $2,000, $3,000, expensive pieces. She says, well, you don't have to pay to look, and I could never imagine these things. And I just thought, well, of course. I mean, that's why I'm here, too. I could never imagine these things. These artists do these really, really wonderful things I would never have thought of. And, no, it doesn't cost a dime to look at them. That's right. <laughs> so there were fun things. There were, you know, I talked for hours and hours and hours to a guy who does Halloween tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, Joseph Joe Boo is his name. <laughs> what, what's his name? What? Joe Boo. Joe Boo. Yeah, Joe Boo. That's so funny. Doesn't that fit? Um, just about, you know, people who, who tattoo things on their skin, that, those mm-hmm. things mean something to them most yes. of the time. You know, you yes. think about it, you plan it, you circle around it for maybe years, and yep. then you go in and have it designed and inked, and it, 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 mm-hmm. it's not easy. As he says, it's a tattoo. It's not a handshake. Yes, it right. hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he he had met so many people for whom this particular holiday or this time of year was was so important in various ways that they wanted the icons tattooed on their skins. You know, pumpkins wow. and bats and trees and you know trees. You want a tree on your calf because yeah. you relate to autumn in such an, a, a primal emotional way that mm-hmm. you want to keep that. That's the one thing you're going to keep for the rest of your life. This is mm-hmm. connection to. October. So mm-hmm. I just thought that was kind of interesting. That is really neat, and I I can see someone wanting to do that. I mean, I really can, and I mean, it does. It's it's a long thought process. I've been thinking about one, I don't know, quite a while now, and I'm still on the fence. So, yeah, but I would lean, you know, <laughs> I, that's, I definitely would be leaning towards, well, I'm thinking about a death's head, but, yeah. you know. Don't put my name on it. That's just me. Yeah, it was Ron's name. Ron on the scale. But um, I can see someone doing that, doing a Halloween thing. I can totally relate to that. Yeah, and it's really got to mean something to you, something yeah. that you know you're not going to change your mind about. Right. You know? hmm You can't be a boyfriend's name or a girlfriend's name or... Well, you know, just a lot of tattoo artists will not do that. Uh, good. They they won't. They'll they'll tell you flat out. And I know the guy my husband went to in uh, Worcester. Yeah. Um, straight out said, I will not do anyone's name. Don't ask me to do a name. Yeah. So that's fine. <laughs> I can you agree with you. You never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Emblems change meanings, too. I mean, remember swastika used to be, what, a symbol of fertility or productivity? And then once Nazi Germany took it over, it became something else. So even symbols change their meanings over time. Mm-hmm. This is true. This they do. hundred percent true. <laughs> true. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, one of the cool chapters in the book was called Terrorotainment. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? Yes, that was about the... the Turning fear into fun, and uh, all the crazy things people do with haunted houses. And I went out and talked to actors that worked in scare parks and about their techniques of how they scare people and how they find their next victims. 
<laughs> I guess there's a science to it where, you know, you can pick out the the scaredy cat in the crowd because they their friends will usually put them in a certain position in, in the group of them. Uh-huh. But the actors know exactly who's the most afraid in any given group, <laughs> and that's the one they'll they'll go yeah. after. They're looking to bag what they call wetters, which are people who wet <laughs> their pants. They're so scared. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get, you know, two or three wetters a night, that's a good night. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Oh, my See, God. that's that's another reason to use that nymphomaniac cure. That there you go. Oh, no matter I if you have to be. I talking about the wet, the wet diaper. Nice. Yep. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yep, there it is again. I yeah, love. We, we, I, we, all, we always like to help out with uh, helpful hints on the show. <laughs> right. Ron Kolek's helpful hints. <laughs> Him uh, and Heloise, right? <laughs> but Halloween has really, really become such a, a big deal, especially in the United States. Although it's catching on on in other countries as well, especially. It in, is. Yes, but it, it's huge. I think if it wasn't for Santa Claus and the Christmas gifts, it might be the number one holiday. It's true mm-hmm. that the Christmas, you know, in terms of money spent, in terms of the size of the market, mm-hmm. we're not going to touch Christmas for quite nah. a while just because of the gift giving. Oh, you yeah. could scratch that. You could scratch that off my list any day. <laughs> Take it right off. Poof, Take gone. it. Just, no wait a minute. Just because you don't get any gifts, Anne, don't spoil it for the rest of us. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I can cross it off my list. I'm all done with Christmas. Fine. Uh, Be that way. Give me two Halloweens. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're uh, one of the reasons Halloween is making so much money these days is it's pursuing the it's going in those same revenue streams as Christmas. So you see the lights, there are Halloween trees, there are yeah. Halloween ornaments, um, Halloween villages, you know, mm-hmm. that you can collect little ceramic villages, Halloween cards. Uh, it's the same thing. So all those all those uh, market streams is what's making the holidays so big financially anyway. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ooh. Oops. Hearing clicks and clacks and everything what going is on there. I don't know. It's, it's not me. Someone's well, trying to get into our conversation from the other side. No. <laughs> I wonder what they've got to say. <laughs> in fact, if anybody uh, does want to join in our conversation, they certainly can by going into the Tojinet chat room or onto our uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation Facebook page, or they can call 877-864-4869 here at the studio. But anyways, I actually have a, a question, and I'm really curious about it. In the book, in, uh, do you have your book in front of you by any chance, Leslie? Um, yeah, close enough. Close yep. enough? Yep. Should I hold my breath? Or no, 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 no. Go right ahead. Okay, on page 49, mm-hmm. okay, all those, please pick up your book and turn to page 49. <laughs> all right, okay. And I hope everybody out there has their book. <laughs> Um, oh yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now, now, now that same, I, I, it caught my eye because the young woman in the middle of that séance is Jane Doherty. She's a good friend of mine with the psychic belly. Mm-hmm. Oh. And did you know that? I didn't. I didn't. You mean the woman in blue, or is it another woman? Well, the woman with the blue blue sweater on. I think it's a sweater. Okay. A lot, a lot, yes. a lot, I think a long sweater, is it? 
I don't know, whatever. Oh, right, Jane Doherty. And, um, oh, and unless Dorothy it's a bathrobe, but not nope. sh- quite sure. <laughs> and, and for those of you that, that don't have your books open to page 49, this is a picture of uh, a seance uh, that the Houdini enthusiasts put on every year. Some of the Houdini enthusiasts put on, and this is Sid Radner's Houdini seance. And every year at the time of Houdini's death, which is on Halloween, Mm-hmm. Uh, a seance is held to try to bring him back, right? More or less. More or so less. A picture of what those. Yeah. Wait a minute. What do you, what do you mean more or less? You're going to bring him back, and you're not going to bring him back. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've been trying, and um, I guess no, no go so far. Well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to beg to differ with you. All righty. Tell me what you know. Okay. I am going to. No, I have to go get my book. Uh-oh. Okay. And sing while I'm go get my book. Okay. I'll sing you a little song. Oh, nice rhyme. La, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> so, Leslie, what's your children's book while he's gone? Uh, it's called The Witch's Night Before Halloween. And oh, then, that's uh, think of the Night Before Christmas poem meter and mm-hmm. uh, the night before Halloween and all through the cottages, the witches were stirring their brews and their pottages. Oh, you know? oh that's <laughs> goes awesome. on I about that. a group of witches trying to make a nice Halloween for their kids. Oh, their that's cute. Yeah. Okay. All right, Ron. Did I miss Andy anything? Max. Okay. <laughs> now, um, I, I have a new book out called Ghost of the Day, 365 True Tales of the Spectral, Supernatural, and Just Plain Scary. And each one is associated with a particular day. And on October 31st is Houdini's ghost. Ah. So this is according to my good friend and West Coast witch, Marla Brooks. Fantastic. Okay. And October 31st, 1936. Uh, uh, let me go through the, the garbage stuff. Let me get to the meat of it. There it is. In 1926, on Halloween, Houdini died at the age of 52 under mysterious circumstances. Uh, the official cause of death was peritonitis. Right, peritonitis. From yeah. a ruptured appendix. Although say, some say he was murdered by members of the spiritual, spiritualist church. Didn't know mm-hmm. that, did you? No. Mm-hmm. After his death, Beth Houdini began holding seances in hopes to communicate with her late husband. Mm-hmm. This is the wife now. The the last official seance was held on the roof of the Knickerbocker Hotel on Halloween Hollywood. night in yeah. 1936. Yeah. An hour passed in which no contact. And then they gave, just as they were about to give up, a violent storm struck with driving rain and intense thunder and lightning. The mysterious storm appeared nowhere else in Hollywood except over the Knickerbocker. And although Beth never heard the code word, because they had a code word like Maureen and I have, many are certain that this was Houdini's last attempt to make contact from the grave. Wow. So they, they are saying that the storm was really... And, and you're right, though. They do continue that thing on, on, but it's, Radio it's not with official. A cutting edge. Now, this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official classic hits countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. 
We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from their competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDuswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Duswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Druggynet.com. Queen of Halloween. Hello. I think we're really back now. You mean we wasted all those words? I think we did. (laughs) (laughs) You are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation on TojiNet, Ghost Channel, and beyond. And if you want to join us, you can join us in the chat room or the TojiNet chat room or the uh, Facebook page there, whatever it is. That's right. Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. And we were talking a little bit about our regular producer, Eric, who is getting married on Saturday. And, of course, in Massachusetts, Saturday is the end of the world. And <laughs> Le- Le- Leslie was As telling know us it. that it's all over her town. It in Mar- is. Uh, I got a pamphlet. I was walking through Harvard Square just today, and I somebody handed me a pamphlet. So I took it because I was like, how did they figure it was today? And <laughs> I guess in the Bible, um, yeah. they are saying that each... Each day represents a thousand years, and so the this end judgment day is seven thousand years plus a few days after mm-hmm. Noah's flood. And anyway, that's right. how they're counting it down. Oh, yeah, because you know I thought we had another year on this thing. I thought we had no, 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 no. That's twenty twelve. That's another one. Don't get them mixed up. Oh, is I'm that sorry. the Mayan one? Yes, the Mayan one. We have different ones that we have to get associated. The funny part about it, sooner or later, they're going to be right. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, but, not right now. You know, even the Bible says, you know, know not the hour or the day or the hour. That's right. Yeah, so. That's anyway. right. So how so can you behave. pinpoint that? Yeah. You know, but they can't go moving this up on me. I was assured it was 2012. I got another year here, all right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. My rapture is not on, on Saturday. So what, you'll, pro- you'll probably lose your weight, get down to your, the, your ideal weight, and then the world will end. There you go. And all that. It'll all be your fault. Hard work. It'll be your fault. For goodness <laughs> sakes. Wow. So, anyways, we are talking with uh, Leslie Pratt. Pratt is your maiden name, I assume? It's just my middle name. I've always really? been Leslie Bannatine from the day I was born. Oh. So, Leslie Pratt. Pratt Bannatine. Yeah, Pratt was my grandma's name. Oh. What nationality is that? Well, that's um, probably British. Bannatine is Scottish, but I think the Pratts are, are Brits, like English. 
Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's uh, Richard. But anyways, we we did we were talking about uh, Halloween, and before we went off on one of my tangents again, uh, <laughs> we were talking about the page forty nine and, and uh, uh, Jane Doherty and, and that's that uh, seance she was doing. Yes, Jane is actually has a psychic belly, and and I asked you if you knew about that, and I believe you said no, right? I do not. Tell me. According to Jane, in which I've had the opportunity to work with her a couple times, um, her belly actually extends when there are spirits around. Whoa. Really? <laughs> Seriously. I'm, I'm not kidding. I mean, <laughs> you've you got a million jokes, and she's heard them all, trust me. Oh, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> she she really believes in this, and, and I, I've seen it in operation. I've seen her belly in operation, I guess mm. that's weird to say. But... Um, yeah, it, it, it does. And she used to have a TV show called Dead Tenants. And uh, <laughs> what? What's so funny about that? I like. Are you saying Dead Tenants? Dead Tenants. I love it. The great title. <laughs> Unfortunately, it didn't last. But mm. anyways, but she does. She she actually can tell when spirits are around. Her belly extends, and you know it's really. It's not like you, you, she's sticking her belly out and holding the breath. Because I've, I've researched all this, and no, it's it appears to be real, and they wow. can't explain it. So there you go. And everybody says we get all the gash jokes and everything else, but and she's heard them all. Trust me, she's heard them all. But whatever it is, it's it's definitely uh, definitely cool. So, anyways, right? She will she will channel the spirits. Uh, she's a medium. Yeah, she yeah. she works. She also works with the crystal skulls as well. Uh huh. And and what she's doing is is a seance. She's actually leading that seance. I would bet you. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, I just thought I'd put that as a side note in your book. Why? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, it was so much fun things to write about. I mean, how did you chose the things? That's what's. I mean, there's one there's there's one chapter like chapter two is on ghosts and a, and you were very nice to select me to interview, which I I appreciate and I do like the writing on about it that you make me sound good. <laughs> wow! But how did you select the the things that go in there? I mean, was was it your publisher that directed you, or was it like I don't know? I want to know. It just seems so interesting. Hello? Uh-oh. Did we lose her? Hi there. Oh, there she is. Yeah. Are you back? I'm back. Oh, we thought we lost you. We thought we lost you. Um, you're another woman, a producer <laughs> perhaps? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. She she hung up and called me back because I guess the crackling is on my phone. Oh. So we're trying this to see if it goes away. Oh, okay. No, it's still there. Still there. Oh, um, well. So, so, anyways, <laughs> what I was saying is, how did you select all the things that went into the book? Was it is it the direction of the publisher, or is it pretty much? I mean, there's so many fascinating uh, topics in the book. That's, I mean, like one chapter is on ghosts, and the other one we were talking about a little bit about the scare tactics or whatever they call it. <laughs> Terrortainment. Yeah. yeah, zombies, um, which is, um, I I probably no with me I had to. What the hardest thing 
was that I talked to probably twice as many people as that are on, that ended up in the book. So oh. I, it was a problem of having way too much material and having to um, trim it down and organize it so that it made sense. I mean, the whole thing was just a great big pile of notes for an awfully long time, and it just kept growing and growing and growing. And then one day you just have to stop, or I do, have to stop. And, of course, the very next day I hear about a fantastic party in Detroit where people are doing circus acts, and it's all under the radar and off the grid, and it's been happening by word of mouth for the last three years, and it's the best thing since sliced bread. But that, for example didn't make it in because I just had to stop somewhere. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, and then it was a matter of just uh, trimming for flow and, you know, how you know how many pieces to put in each chapter. And pretty easy. The, the icons are easy. Ghosts, witches, dead people. <laughs> you know, we love dead people. We love dead people. <laughs> yeah. That's all about dead people. I, I was just really interested in the tribes. There's a whole section in the book on kindred spirits, I think I call it, where, you know, what kind of people are drawn to this holiday? You know, right. what kind of alternative cultures, goth culture, heavy metal culture, um, people who just like festival or carnival or people who do specific sort of art or craft or something. So I was interested in those kind of uh, areas, too. Right. I mean, a lot of people embrace the holiday, and and I think it's it's just because it's so uh, you know it's it's not like it has a real well I shouldn't say that because I'll get I'll get the mail uh, it, <laughs> the holiday can, you can embrace it any way you want basically you got it, it. you yeah. got it it's as I just I call it a rogue holiday you know it doesn't mm-hmm. celebrate a person or a place or an mm-hmm. ethnicity or an event right. so um, you make it what you need it to be. You know, mm-hmm. you, you make we make Halloween. Um, it's not like you have to get a tree and ornaments and presents. You can right. do any number of things, including nothing. That's right. <laughs> you are not obligated. That's right. You can, you, can shut, you can shut your lights out and get your house TP'd. Right. Yeah. Well, whatever. But, you know, you're absolutely right. And, I, you know, I think you hit it on the head that that's what people love about Halloween. It's what I love about Halloween. You know, because no one's standing there going, oh, you have to do this, and you have to buy that, and you have to do this, and you have to do that. And, and you know, if you do if you do nothing, no, you know, it's not frowned upon. No. But, you know, and... You can and, also do it alone, you know, which is right. kind of a, a nice perk. I mean, one of the reasons people love to criticize Halloween in the schools, at least around where I am, is that it's not inclusive, that there are... There are people, there are kids who can't celebrate Halloween. They're Haitian or they're Seventh-day Adventist, and we want holidays that include everybody. But, you know, if you apply the same logic to every other holiday, the arguments are the same. I mean, right? Valentine's Day, my gosh, is there a more painful holiday for people who are widowed or single? Right. (laughs) It's really not. It doesn't qualify. If you didn't get any of those cards when you were in grammar school. Yeah, yeah. it's, um, It's very suspect, I think, when, when people mm-hmm. people go after Halloween for a lot of different reasons, and I always take it with a grain of salt. Just because it is so, um, you know, amorphous, you can also put a lot of politics into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But the, the best thing about Halloween is that you can be someone you're not. Mm-hmm. You yeah. really can. You can. It, that's what I mean. It has so many 
good attributes. I mean, you can have a party. You can be, you know, dress up to be anything or anyone you want. You can That's even, right. you know, different gender. I mean, I've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? oh, wait a minute. That wasn't Halloween, was Ooh, it? No. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you can do anything. I mean, you get, you get candy. The kids are having a good time. The adults are having a good time. Everybody's having a good time. Right. Yeah. And it right. doesn't have to be dark. I mean, some people don't like the darkness of it. I do, myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But some people don't. So, you know, you're a princess. Right. <laughs> That's right. Um, and and okay. not only that, it, 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 it was a religious holiday. It still is a religious holiday as well. It's certainly there. Yes, there still is uh, All Saints Day. That's uh, Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you include in your book, like, the origin of Halloween and um, all that? A little bit, but not so much. It really is skewed towards contemporary celebrations, and, right. and there's there's material in the footnotes around uh, those sorts right. of things, but but not so much, not so much. I I had written a Halloween history a while ago, and it's a really interesting part of it, but this one I wanted to make more modern. Yeah, this is, you know, it's got cool stuff in it, like the naked pumpkin run. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me? A naked, the naked pumpkin. pumpkin run. Boulder, Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. Apparently, nakedness in Boulder is no big deal, but, you know, for me, it was interesting. Wow. <laughs> it's a college town, and Halloween is a huge party night in Boulder, and it started off like lots of things do with a bunch of friends who somehow carved pumpkins, put them on their heads, and started to run around naked. And now it's <laughs> its actually the first thing they did was put a pumpkin on their head and ring somebody's doorbell naked. That was the originating prank. And then wow. other people joined in, and they started to have races, sprints. But then, <laughs> then it evolved into this run that goes right through downtown Boulder on Halloween night. And it's a huge spectacle, as you can oh, imagine. I'd love to see that. <laughs> Excuse me? Go get a wet towel right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) They say that, you know, they've tried it at different holidays with different things on their heads, like watermelon, but nothing nothing works except the pumpkin. (laughs) Jacqueline, he's, he's, you know, ageless. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh my God! Uh, another cool thing about the book I liked too was was your notes section, mm-hmm. and, and that was good because, like, uh, I know I'm, I'm looking at uh, chapter two on ghosts, which was the one that you interviewed me on, and some of the stuff I said you went and you actually noted. For instance, I mentioned uh, uh, Corinthian, and you went and you dug out that That's little bit that, of Corinthian, right? Right. Yeah. So I, I like that, and there's other things in here as well. It's like Rosemary's very, uh, Rosemary's baby. I, I yeah. did get that out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Did you Did you ever hear about that? The house that the Rosemary's baby is based on. The Dakota. Isn't is it, it the Dakota in in Manhattan, the same place no, that no, Ron no, and Yoko no. live? No, 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 no. No. Okay. All right. No. School. Well, tell us, Ron. It, well, I have to dig it up. It's in my book, of course. Thanks. <laughs> it's it's in Chicago, in basically the story. But I mean, this story is one of those. You know, it sounds like urban legend, but you know, it's like the hitchhiker. The, the oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying the movie is based on a real story. Exactly. In Chicago. Oh, I yes. see. Okay. In the movie, it is the Dakota, right? It's that big, yeah, scary, exactly. dark exactly. apartment building. 
Right. You're absolutely right. And the Dakota is haunted, too, by the way. I can which is, believe that. Which is sure. also in, in my book as well. Uh, whose book <laughs> are we pushing here? Yours or mine? <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it's it's supposedly based on a true story that happened in Chicago where uh, a uh, – well, this is the story, and a story is a story. So basically the, this uh, couple uh, was having a baby, and – the wife was very religious and everything else, and uh, back in those days, they used to do a lot of religious ornamentation in the, in the bedroom and so forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, she had crosses and, and statues of the Mary and everything else. And uh, basically, the husband got so fed up with it that uh, he said he would rather have her have Satan than have to look at those mm. things. And so, guess what happened? The baby came out with with a little tail. And horns and stuff like that. <laughs> and they dropped it off at the house uh, where it was like a um, like a shelter. And supposedly they raised the little critter in the attic. And uh, they were quite scared of him. In fact, I, I know that they actually would put like pans of water so that the spirit. This was years afterwards. They were still trying to protect themselves. Mm. Pan of, pans of water in front of the stairs of the attic to prevent the spirit of the creature come down but uh-huh. yeah it's actually this house is a very very famous house it was part of i believe the woman's movement as well so, really yeah i can't recall it and you know i have 365 books in my book in my book 300 stories in my book and you know what i don't have a one of those indexes so that totally stinks oh uh, yeah that's a problem yeah, big problem. I might do that my own and put it up on a website so people have it. But yeah, so anyways, that was that was the story that the uh, Rosemary's Baby was based on. Very neat. Very neat. Mm-hmm. I bet that's Googleable, right? If I want Chicago Rosemary's Baby real story, uh, uh, yeah, that location. Yeah, uh, if I could remember the house, I could think of it, but I can't. Okay. Only, only somebody wrote in the chat room. Only a little devil that a mother could love. <laughs> That's funny. That's what they used to say about me. Aren't they? Oh yeah. Aren't they all little devils? Come on, come on. Right? We love but, them anyway. So. So, anyways, Leslie, how, how are we doing on time? Okay, we're okay right now. Um, anything particular? You? Uh, you have any appearances coming up? Or? Well, I just spent the last couple of weekends having a ball at the. Um, National Haunted House conventions that happen this time of year. One was in Louisville um, called Haunt Con, and one was outside Philadelphia called the National Haunted House and Hearse Convention. Anyway, it's wonderful. It's a huge collection of people who love Halloween and dark things, and mm-hmm. and each one always comes with a costume party and, and a trade show floor. So that was that was a blast, and um, I think I'm pretty much done until August when the season really starts, and then I'll be in Sleepy Hollow and Salem and Boston and who knows where else. Right. Nice. And yeah. and your and your website is once again. Iskullhalloween dot com. And it's um, all spelled out one word. I spell Halloween. <laughs> and, and she's going to make T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if anybody wants a bumper stick, by the way, I do have some of Leslie's bumper stick. If you go oh, into our, uh, what is that, that Facebook page and send me a message, and I will send it to you free of no charge. Oh, 
That means the same thing, right? Yeah, it does. Usually, usually. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me back, Ron, and it's nice to meet you, Anne. Oh, you too. It was great. Okay. Very good. And uh, there's one uh, other quick thing I wanted to ask you. What was it like? What was it like interviewing Christian Day? (laughs) Well, um, gosh, you know, you you just let him go. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) he's such a great uh, interview because he's 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 really fast. So I was glad to have the tape recorder as well in my pen. He's really fast, um, really colorful. all you have to do is just say a word now and then, and he can he'll just go on these <laughs> wonderful tangents. And so, for me, it was great. Yeah, I have known Christian for years, and in fact, when I had my original show on WCCM in Lawrence, uh, he was one of my first guests on the show. Him and Sean Potier. Yes, and I love Sean. Yeah, yeah I do too. Uh, uh, funny, well, this is a funny story, but uh, when Sean passed away, we went to his wake. And uh, I went with uh, Maureen and Jeff Belanger from Ghost Village. Mm. And Jeff bought me, bet me a dollar that I wouldn't bring my EMF meter with me. Oh. So I did. Oh. And I actually, I actually turned it on during the, the wake, and believe it or not, it did go off. And wow. Maureen was saying, yeah, he was there and everything else. Now, you could feel it. I mean, it was, it was I'm like, I know Sean, so uh, it wasn't out of disrespect or anything. And, mm-hmm. and then after the, the wake was over, I actually gave uh, Christian the EMF meter. So or either oh. that would be confiscated. I can't remember which is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's a true story, but Christian, I love, I love him. You just, you just have to say a couple words, and he just—he's great. Carries it. You know, he's a smart guy. He's—he speaks well. Um, he knows his stuff. Really fast. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it, the, I, I just got a uh, word from the chat room is that Nathan said that it was Hull House. H-U-L-L, Hull House in Chicago. Oh, okay. You know that actually even sounds familiar. Thanks, Nathan. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, all right, Leslie, we want to thank you so much for joining us in our madness. We love to bring victims, I mean, uh, bosses and so forth, into our our uh, world, oh, our realm. And, My pleasure. Uh, and anytime you you uh, you're in the area, you want to promote something, drop in, say hello, and please do. And once again, her website is iSkull dot com. I skull I Halloween. Halloween. Oh, crap. <laughs> Ron. You know what? That's why they don't allow me to do this stuff. I mean, give out the, the – what was it again so everybody knows? It's um, iSkullHalloween.com, and the name of the book is Halloween Nation. Halloween Find Nation. Find it anywhere online. And, and there's a whole chapter – well, a bunch of pages on me. Woo-hoo. There oh, is a lot on Ron wow. Kolick, yes. Wow. So, Leslie, <laughs> thank right you so much. It. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Leslie, thank you so much, and we do appreciate you stopping by. My pleasure. You take care. Yep. Happy Halloween. Bye-bye. Bye. She's awesome, huh? Yes, that was great. You know, yeah. you know, and I wanted to ask her if she had ever been to the Halloween outlet out in Worcester. Oh, why didn't you ask her before I... I oh, well, man. Well, shoot her off the air. Whatever. <laughs> but where she live? Well, she's out in Somerville, so she might not go all the way to Worcester. But I don't know. I mean, it's not like it's she came yeah. all the way up to to Drake at the interview. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, you know. yeah. That is a neat place. Have you ever been there? 
No, but I think what we had now we had a girl on from the uh, museum in some place or other out in Pennsylvania or something. Oh, yes. I do remember and, her. Yeah, I can't remember who that was, but she was yeah. on, and, and we were talking about it at that time. But no, is it pretty? Is, it's the Halloween Museum. Yes, she has the Halloween Museum. This is this is just like this is an outlet. That an was the outlet. one. That was um, Castle Halloween Museum. That's what it was. Um, You're right. That, Absolutely. That lady. Yes, and um, I just pulled up her website. Wait a minute, and I'll tell you her name. Uh, maybe I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Pamela Apcarian Russell. She was the Castle Halloween proprietess. But um, this place that I'm talking about is in it's in Worcester. It's this huge outlet, and they have they kind of have they have a lot of stuff like you see in haunted houses, like the whole the whole setup, the the like you know bodies in a boiling in a pot and 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 skulls and witches and gargoyles and scary bloody clowns it's just the if you ever out in the Worcester area go <laughs> okay Great. And, and who do we have coming up next week uh, you know. next week we have Robert Thomas Rothschild Jr. and he is right up my alley because he does cemetery photography which is called what investigations oh taphophile if you're a taffophile, that means you you. I thought enjoy. somebody liked taffy. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I don't know, but my kind of taffophile is the person who likes and enjoys cemeteries. Okay. And stones. Is that a real word? Is it is, it is a real word. Anism. No, it's a real word. Okay. All right. I wouldn't make that up on you. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. And it's not even a bad thing. Yes. Yes, so, and he's on Facebook if anybody wants to look him up. And, um, like, I have my Facebook page, which is Cemetery Tripping, and all, yeah. you know, the gravestones, all the Is that linked on our page, by the way? If it isn't, it should be. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. It should be. Um, yeah, we must have a link on there. I know I've linked it there. You can find the link on our page, I'm sure. But otherwise, if you can't, just go to Cemetery Tripping on Facebook, and you'll find me, but Robert Rothschild also, and it's Robert Thomas Rothschild Jr., if you're looking for his page, mm -hmm. and he has a lot of cemetery photography as well, if you're into cool. that, if you're into that. And, but, uh, you know, one of the things I did want to talk about is I had my paranormal study group uh, last night. Oh, yeah, how'd it go? Uh, well, other than my freaking computer that I have no clue, maybe it was retro and mercury and retro or whatever the problem is again. <laughs> drove, drove me up a wall all night, got me so oh, upset, and no. I never get upset. And, but uh, it, it went pretty good. But one of the things we did in, in the group is, you know, this, this little boy they found dead up in Maine, right? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Well, we, we, we decided to see if we could get some information on this. And so we, we did some work on it as a group, and we came up with a lot of stuff. And the interesting thing about it is some of the stuff we came up with uh, fits real well to these circumstances. Mm -hmm. So wow. I, I, don't want, I don't want to say about anything about it too much right now until I 
get to see all the information on this case. But uh, it was an interesting. I mean, you know, as paranormal investigators, I mean, it's kind of like, oh yeah, you're paranormal investigator. I mean, right. this one uh, was kind of an experiment to see if if we could actually uh, come up with some stuff that that worked with this, and it, it appeared so. So. Wow, that's great. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting. I mean, yeah. you know, I had no clue, but for some reason, uh, <laughs> what are you laughing about? You had no clue. I, hey, you're, you know you're hearing the heartbeats, right? No, not. You're not? No. I don't are know. You, are you hearing I heard, them? I heard the doorbell. I thought I heard some heartbeats in the distance, but perhaps Well, the beer bell, the, the beer bell. The <laughs> beer bell. <laughs> Wow, yeah, wishful thinking or what? Bell. It all works out. Yeah, but actually, I know I know I have a couple of announcements to make, and that's what I'm, I want right. to get that into the, the show. And one of them is on May 21st, which is the end of the world. I believe at the Kenny Gatehouse in Methuen, they are having uh, Keith uh, Johnson uh, from uh, first season of Ghost Hunter. He was the demonologist. Mm-hmm. And they're doing that for to raise money for the gatehouse. So, awesome. uh, and on June fourth, at uh, from four to midnight, they're having this uh, paranormal charity event. And oh, I can hear it now. And yes. the, the extreme paranormal ghost man's going to be there. It's it's a whole bunch of other ghost groups. So that that uh, if you go to www.jeffreykmyevent.com. All right. So, good night, everybody. From goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night, deliver us good luck.